cattle prices last week wavered with iffy packer production and higher grain prices. The nation's beef cow herd contracted by more than 2% last year. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 1st of February, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Uncertain beef packing production and the previous week's cattle on feed report weighed on cash fed cattle markets and futures prices last week, although fundamentals continue to suggest ongoing strength. Negotiated cash fed cattle prices last week were steady on a live basis in the Texas panhandle at $137 a hundredweight, a dollar lower in Kansas at $136, steady to a dollar lower in Nebraska at $137, and steady in the Western Corn Belt at $137 to $139. Dress trade was steady at $218. Finished cattle prices are holding their own in the middle of winter with much of the support coming from strong wholesale beef prices, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. He explains the price of finished cattle should begin to slowly increase, as is the seasonal tendency. This statement does not mean there will be a sharp price increase in the next few weeks, Griffith says, but prices should clearly begin to increase. He adds the current high level of cattle on feed may limit price potential in the near term, but should support prices as the year continues. Live cattle futures closed an average of 49 cents higher week to week on Friday. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. You'll find everything from cattle handling tips to an examination of the ongoing challenges faced by ranchers on the Mexican border, to a reflection on grilling from the history guy, to a profile of Matthew Bones Hooks, a pioneering black cowboy and civic leader who was recently inducted into the National Cowboy Hall of Fame. If you're in Houston for the NCBA convention and trade show this week, be sure to stop by the CAF News booth, which is booth number 2249. Nationwide, steers and heifers sold steady to $4 lower last week, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. According to Griffith, the expectation moving through the next several weeks is that there will be fewer calves available for purchase which will push calf prices even higher. He explains much of the strength in the calf market is being supported by strong feeder cattle price expectations for the summer and fall months. If calf prices meet up with current expectations, Griffith says prices will likely be the highest since record levels in 2014 and 15. He adds that another market that's expected to explode the next few weeks is the slaughter cow market, with slaughter cow prices tending to see their largest month-over-month price increase from January to February. As the market heads into February, 
Griffiths says producers should consider marketing low-producing cows and those that failed to calve the past couple of months, since it might not be worth waiting on higher prices in late spring while incurring the cost of feeding the cows the next two months. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $1.81 lower week-to-week on Friday, except for $0.07 higher in November and not counting recently minted January. The CME feeder cattle index was $2.44 lower week-to-week on Thursday at $158.66. Surging nearby corn futures provided much of the pressure. Corn futures closed an average $0.18.9 higher through the front three contracts week-to-week on Friday. They were dragged higher by soybean futures, which closed an average of $0.45.5 higher through the front six contracts during the same period. Those soybean contracts were an average of $0.80.9 higher over the last two weeks. Volatile and higher soybean prices stem from bare South American weather as well as geopolitical tensions that include the standoff between Russia and Ukraine and worries about reduced palm oil exports from Malaysia. In his weekly market comments, Aaron Smith, crop marketing specialist at the University of Tennessee, points out Brazil and Argentina account for 58% of global soybean exports and 40% of global corn exports. As for those geopolitical tensions, Smith explains, Russia has increased its share of global wheat exports from less than 10% in the early 2000s to approximately 20% and has been the top global supplier of wheat in recent years. For the 2021-22 marketing year, he says Ukraine is projected to provide 12% of global exports of wheat and 16% of global exports of corn. He explains conflict between the two countries could restrict supplies and disrupt logistics in the region, causing importing countries to seek supplies elsewhere. Although wholesale beef prices show signs of topping seasonally, they remain elevated and resilient. Choice box beef cutout value is $1.99 lower week-to-week on Friday at $290.42 a hundredweight, Select was a dollar and eight cents higher at 283.41. The January 1st cattle inventory numbers issued by USDA on Monday provide a more specific sense of supply side strength this year and beyond. Beef cows of 30.125 million head were 718,500 head fewer, or 2.3 percent fewer than the same time last year. That's the fewest numbers since 2015 and was the largest year-over-year decline since 1996-97, according to David Anderson, Extension Livestock Economist at Texas A&M University. He adds the report included a significant revision of 314,000 head fewer in the previous year's beef cow inventory. Although drought contributed to the decline in beef cows, Anderson adds calf prices relative to cost also has forced some culling. Beef heifers held for replacement of 5.611 million head were 191,600 head fewer or 3.3% less than the previous year. In the latest issue of In the Cattle Markets, Anderson explains that's the fewest replacement heifers held back since January 1st of 2014. While fewer replacements would be needed with a smaller cow herd, 
He says a reduction this large indicates some expectations of more herd contraction. The calculated feeder supply outside of feedlots of 25.537 million head with 676,000 head fewer or 2.6% less than last year. Dairy cows of 9.375 million head were 67,400 head fewer or 0.7% less. And all cattle and calves of 91.902 million head were 1.888 million head fewer or 2% less. The inventory report indicates that we're headed towards less beef production and higher prices, Anderson says, explaining a cow herd of this size should also lead to some expectations of calf prices approaching the rarefied air of the years following the Texas 2010-2012 drought. He adds the current drought and its development over the coming months will dictate much about the cow herd this year. But he says good beef demand should also pull prices higher on top of available supplies. And that's your weekly calf news price point for the 1st of February, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.